Oh my god, it's got ridiculous crap. <laughs> <laughs> to the Make A Mess podcast, the podcast where we discuss creative processes. Uh, today on the show we are joined by Will. Hello. And Tom. Sorry, I'm Chris. Good <laughs> 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 We're going to be talking about graphic design. Uh, boys, you are both award-winning graphic designers. Oh, oh. shit, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, should we just leave now? Because <laughs> 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 you won. I won the RSA. You won the pebble, mm, the old rock, the shiny pebble, shiny bean. Can't build your house on that rock. <laughs> Too shiny. Not <laughs> <laughs> like a breeze from that. <laughs> For context, we were going to discuss create a block, um, but we thought this would be a more appropriate subject matter. And since then, Tom has decided to identify his favourite kinds of blocks. Um, and you won. But you got a pencil, didn't you? Yeah. Hmm? No. Shout out. <laughs> the old Shout pencil. out Tom Young and Ready Tom Meals. Ready Meals. Ready meals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we won the DNA D pencil. Oh, yes. I should probably shout out my team then, shouldn't I? Ella Taylor and Leah Whitten, wherever you are. <laughs> please, please come back. <laughs> and in fact, it's funny because we, when we won the pencil, the DNA D, we only got given one. Yeah. Pencil. There's three of us on the project, right. and we got given one pencil. How did that feel? Uh, what, just giving one? Yeah. Them. Just get cheeky. Because we, we, when we went to the award ceremony, we uh, they like gave us a bag. And we were like, oh, there's, there's three of us. We have the other two bags. And they were like, oh, no, sorry. Just just the one. That's mad. How did you get around it then? Did you do like a, a, a sort of divorce pencil? This is, this is the thing. So I had it first. Maybe Tom, no, I had it first. How long did you have it? I had it for a long time. I had it for too long? Good, no. Good six to eight months. Was that like a shield in school when you'd like all oh, win a sports award and then you'd have to just hand around the shield to other people? Exactly. Really? But they tr- but they emailed us saying if you want to buy another, uh, they're like a two hundred a pot, Jesus, or something like so that. One's a freebie. Yeah, one's yes, a freebie, yeah. and then if you want another two, so that's gonna be like four hundred quid for us all to have one. Mm-hmm. So I had it, and then when Tom Young moved to London. I went around to his and gave it to him. When I last saw Fred's uh, in a pub, I uh, gave it to him. Nice. (laughs) So between us, between us, we've all had it. And the plan was to cut it into three. Oh, that one. Um, And then how though? Horizontally or (laughs) down down the the graph the graph. You don't just sharpen it until you get. That's 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 a nicer idea. This was more bird's eye view pie chart down. Ah, uh, okay. Again, I think it's a technical term. What's it? Is it made of wood? No. Uh, What's it made of? It's plasticky. Oh. And we were originally going to give it to Colin, who was oh, the okay. head of the degree that we did at Bristol. And uh, and then we said that to him at the degree show, and he was like, I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, shout out Colin Lee. <laughs> so boys, that's given us some context. What is graphic design? The question that was shot at us through our whole three-year degree. Also, not only should I was on the degree, but before our degree, yeah. when we interviewed for, because we all, for, for context, uh, to the listeners, we all did the same degree at Bristol, UE. 
graphic design. Oh, yeah, we did. And our, in, at the interview, the very first question we had was, what is graphic design? Ah. And not only that, like before going to uni and throughout going to uni, all my family would ask, like, what is it? <laughs> I just don't understand. What do you say? It's like, well, what do you what do you wear? What do you look at? What do you <laughs> what's e- what's everything got? Yeah, that is graphic design. But I because my 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 grand or someone will say something similar like what's graphic design, and for me my always line of uh, of being able to explain it best mm. is through editorial design. So yeah. I'll say, you know, you know that book that you've just read or this thing or this thing. I can right. talk through that, and I feel that's because. As as a society, we still treasure books, and rightly so. Yeah. But like, they're a very respected thing in our society, yeah. and they hold a lot of yeah. weight. Yeah. So if you can say, "Oh, I I play a part in that world because I do book covers, or I do editorial design, or I do you know a typeset, I do layout, etc." Then I think people are more understanding of that, hmm. um, which is interesting. It's more relatable as well. I think to, to put it in that sort of context, like, it's like when you give the answer, oh, it's communication, it's like, yeah, but what in what sense? Yeah. And then it's like, you're saying, in sure. Open your eyes. Yeah, <laughs> quite naturally. Yeah. Um, but see, I had a different process of interview. So I, um, I don't know if I've ever told you this, I went to interview for fine art because I I've never. No way. Yeah, yeah. So Are you really? Yeah, yeah. No Such way. a dark hole. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so many surprises. So I went up to the interview and the guy was like, you are not a fine artist. <laughs> You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> Got ya. And he goes, but I think you should go and speak to graphic design. I was like, oh, cool, because I did graphic design at A-level, and then I did a foundation in art design. And I'd been out of education for about six years or something at this point. Yeah. And um, he sent me down to Kate, uh, who was one of our tutors. And she was like, cool, nice to meet you. And I didn't have like a, a formal interview with everyone else. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. I was just like, I'm so desperate to get into yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. like, Get the fuck out of work. Mm. Um, and she was really cool. She was really supportive. That's why I have like, got that kind of rapport with Kate that yeah. she kind of understood where I was coming from and all that so yeah I didn't get to design the letter G which I heard everyone else got to do oh god yeah, yeah. that was one of us the summer task yeah, yeah, the interview yeah. who's oh, making the, the banner what else oh you have to make a a mark oh, making yeah. tool man I remember you were giving one a gun didn't you yeah <laughs> advocating gun violence <laughs> <laughs> just shooting paint everywhere I was thinking about in the run up to this podcast I was thinking about what work Tom, you and I had done together. And I was thinking, actually, it was probably the last thing we did was when it was me, you, and Eric. Mm-hmm. And then one of the tutors asked us to go and help out a first year workshop that was being facilitated by Nicholas Burroughs, uh-huh. who's one third of the collective New Vu, who are like wicked, super, uh-huh. super good. He's an illustrator. And he was running a workshop with the first years and it was all kind of about drawing implements, mark making, kind of loosening up, using your hands, stuff like this. Uh, and then we rocked up <laughs> and then it resulted in Tom having a Sharpie sell masking tapes to your forehead, oh, yeah. but like through <laughs> down your crotch, back up round hmm. and then a foot over my shoulder, a foot over Eric's shoulder and then you handstand and use your forehead to draw. I saw that you were that. Yeah. Maybe. And that's what graphic design is. We can, let's yeah. Go, let, now we can go. <laughs> Come on, Charlie Brown. I'll hold the ball and you kick it. Did you get a pebble each for your award? Oh, we did, yeah. Did you? Mm. Did you? And we... Do you know take note? <laughs> so here's here's some tips to anyone listening who wants to win an RSA. Turn up in a, in a jump, jumper that's for three people. 
Um, with with three people in it, not just <laughs> <laughs> don't just be really good um, talk about how you didn't understand the brief for a lot a lot of the time, and how you didn't really like the brief. Is that what you said when it, you give your award? Like when you got the no, no. This was like so you get an interview before oh, right. you get selected, and at the interview board they were like. So how did you get on? And we were just like, it's impossible. You can't do. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just explained why what we were doing was still good, and they seemed to like that. What was the what was the purpose of the three? So our brief was how to make the sharing economy fair, which we discovered is impossible because things like Airbnb and Uber are monetized. So. Mm. There's always like a financial benefit for someone in this, yeah. it's not fair. So we looked at like how you can sort of try and change people's perception of sharing because as you get older and you get your, get your own stuff and you, you become less and less inclined to share because, you know, crisps are expensive. That's true. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so we came with this like little like pocketbook and it was like a 30 day t- uh, test and you had to do it. Um, a different sharing task each day and it got progressively harder nice. started off like sharing a biscuit and then like sharing your pants or like sharing your toothbrush or it's a toothbrush I'm just going to get that in there because I'm going to say it's fun of how I say it um, and so yeah when we went to the, the interview we were like oh let's, let's just turn it into the, like let's just really make it into a gimmick because it's what it is kind of thing nice. so Kim my girlfriend who stays fashion big up Kim uh, <laughs> <laughs> she made me, Ella, and uh, Leah uh, a three-person oh, jumper. Oh, she made it? Oh, yeah. That's class. Yeah, it's relatively. So it had three heads and stuff, didn't it? Oh, three head holes, two arm holes. I was the, I was the centerpiece, as always. Um, and so I just had to have my arms just to my sides. And then, uh, yeah, so we went to the interview in that, and, and they were really confused. And, but they seemed to like it. Nice. And then when we got the awards, we also went up on stage and everyone was very confused again. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really good. We won the DNA defense, so it was DNA brief, which was kind of uncommon for Bristol because what was it? It's ISTD, mm. which is the International Society of Tabletop. Didn't you choose Designers. to do off your own back though? Yeah, that was it. And it was the what did you do? RSA. RSA. Yeah. RSA. So those two we had to do, we had to respond yeah. to that brief and then well, you, you, didn't have, you didn't have to enter, yeah. 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 But they were like whole crits and everything to facilitate that. Yeah, exactly. And then we went, oh, it's great that you've done all that for us. Instead, we're going to ignore it and do, do, a, do, 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 do a DNA debrief. And kind of, yeah, did it off our own backs. Nice. And we chose, it was, it was so each brief is, has a sponsor, and this one was Monotype, the Type Foundry. Uh, and it was set by uh, Craig Oldham and a few other people, I think. I didn't know. Yeah. Um, and it was about, I can't remember the name of the brief, but it was about uh, combating apathy in the 18, in the youth uh, with political motive. Um, and our project was called 2020. And at the time, it was on the books for there, for there to be a general election in the year 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, the aim of the project was to not only mobilise people to vote, but for them not to vote for the Conservative Party. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was pretty unapologetic, unapologetic about that. And we did that by, we created a, it was a full campaign. Uh, the main of it was a newspaper, which was a combination of A-board posters that projected f- potential future headlines. Nice. And one by one, they're very slowly, unfortunately, coming true. Uh-huh. And one of them which sticks out is the UK begs for EU membership. 
which at the time we were like, <laughs> like uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and now, um, and yeah, there's a website that we did, nice. there's some billboards. Did so, I mean, that's kind of the thing, but so both your projects are very multi layered, so it was, mm. and I think that was something that got taught to us was to approach any subject matter or concept with a level of research and then build upon that. It's yeah, so like sure. with yourselves, you found out that there's money in Uber and Airbnb, people need to be incentivized to share, mm-hmm. yeah. and then you're addressing that problem with yourself. The problem is apparent in the UK right now. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was all. I think you're totally right because it was all that research that led to any design decision mm-hmm. that we were making. Yeah. yeah. So we were talking about. Um, we were saying, okay, we know that people are pissed off about these things. If we can get that written down, and then we can, if we can um, subvert normal methods of communication, mm-hmm. then that might kind of bring something to life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay, okay, we'll set, we'll write all this, we'll do all this research, mm-hmm. we'll write this copy. We'll then design the content, and then that that'll be realised. So in this, it was letterpress eight boards. Nice. But if you'd have started saying, "Oh, it'd be cool to do letterpressing some eight boards," it just wouldn't have made any sense. Yeah, but yeah. because of X, Y, and Z leading up to it, it, it informs the design, it, and therefore push. gives it a, arguably a greater sense of validity. Exactly, yeah. and that's always something that we were told, and it still sits with me now. Is think of where the context of the work, where is it going to exist beyond the course? And yeah, the yeah. that's the thing. Work. It's not really about the design; it's about what gets you to design. You can. Yeah. You could end up with someone who looks like a pile of shit, but well, you shouldn't do if, you don't, <laughs> if you've done something, if you've researched enough to get to a point. As a tribute to men and women who design. I could go into what is good design, but I think it'd be more interesting to discuss like how design is viewed in society. So I'm currently at the Royal College of Art. I'm doing my master's mm-hmm. in visual communication uh-huh. with a specialism in experimental communication. Oh. Whatever that means. <laughs> Um, Sounds impressive. And we had to do a dissertation. I've just finished the first year. At the end of the first year, you submit a dissertation. And mine was called, So, What Do You Do? An essay on graphic design. Yeah, it was kind of a general inquiry into graphic design. And the crux of it is looking at, is arguing that what we are taught in British higher education Mm. under the name of graphic design I actually don't think it's graphic design, and I think what we have in society as graphic design is a very different thing. Okay. And I think that we just simply use we use similar tools, we use the same software, mm. but I think at the crux of it, it is a different thing. So when you say that, do you mean in the context of our course where we're taught like design is a solution to problems and we use those solutions to inform and influence people, or do you mean in the sense of in society, graphic design is like branding or a sign or a book or something like because yeah. the, the projects that we addressed in uni were very very different to what you might do as a junior exactly for an agency and but the, and I think they as much as you you know whatever the, your course structure is whatever the mm. syllabus is it's always going to be different mm. because the absolute core element of graphic design in industry mm. is one which is client based mm, or yeah. it's commercial or you know you're working to a set deadline how do you guys feel about that like in your experience having come out of uni since and like yeah I do agree with that but I don't I, I feel like what we were taught at uni kind of set you up for not necessarily set you up for any role but mm. there's elements within it you can take and apply to your day to day life yeah and it's just looking at things differently like the the whole client side of it which is which was always in the background. No one really thought about it. Everyone yeah. just thought, "Oh, this is really fun." <laughs> <laughs> but like, 
the, the party always had to come to an end, I guess. And, yeah. then, and then I think it was pretty apparent straight away how shit it is. Just ending this, your 17th draft of something because you missed a full stop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, what inspired you guys to get into graphic design to begin with then? Like, what was it that was then formed that choice for you? Because for me, it was the real bleakness of working. Like, I was so sick of being in retail and I was like, I just need a better prospect in life. Mm. So. Yeah, I guess there was a part of that for me as well. And also, I've always wanted to do something that was a bit... You had to think a bit differently to get to an end point. Like, mm. the, the idea of just doing something sort of monotonous. Yeah. Nine to five every day was was something that really put me off. I've always just liked... Making stuff. Yeah, making things. Yeah, yeah And doing, it, like, just working my hands is just the best thing to do. Yeah. Even yeah. though the most of the time now it's just on a keyboard. Ah, uh, that's true. Mm. Which is quite bleak. What about yourself? Uh, I never really had a chance. So my... On my mum's side, at least kind of all creative types. So I was kind of pretty much always lined up to go to art school. And I was, I was, I remember when I was a kid, have you ever used that program, SketchUp? And it's like, you can do like little architecture mock-ups. It's a Google, oh, Google, 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 yeah, Sketch, Google yeah. SketchUp. I know you're watching Grand Designs and it's like, they go to like the, this is what they're hoping yeah, to build yeah, yeah, yeah. and all those things appear. That's the best bit of Grand Designs. <laughs> do, you ever, um, do you ever watch like a really old episode of Grand Designs and then watch like a new one? Oh, oh the oh, technology is just advanced yeah. so much. <laughs> That's actually the barometer that they use. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember when I was a when I was a kid, like just messing about on. We had one of those Macs, you know, ones like the blue backs, one of the really early ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I remember just messing about on SketchUp, and then yeah, and then architecture was kind of what I was hoping to do, okay. and that just some way became graphic design along the way. I was I did a lot of music with my mates, and one of my favorite bits was like always doing like the album artwork, and then just that kind of like. See, that's the thing. That's what I still want to get into. You know, is like music, games, or films. I think that'd be the most interesting thing. Mm, but you, like, you only want to design albums for Oasis, yeah? That's true. Oasis are reforming <laughs> for my graphic Your design career prospects. Graphic design in society. Uh, yeah. yeah. No. Um, I don't know if you saw this. Parliament got a redesign. It did. It did. Did you see the backlash? Yeah, didn't they spend oh, so much yeah. yeah. So this is an interesting point that my mate from work was saying, where like, there was backlash about the design. Obviously it's public money going mm. towards that, and it cost a lot. But then some of the backlash was simply, it's not important. Now, what does that say about design society to you guys? Do you think that that reflects the public's attitude towards it? Is it the fact that there was public money spent on something? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's the context of it. Like, mm. I can't remember what the old one looked like it. From what I remember, yeah. it was just blue, like navy and white, and, it, yeah. and it's a government website. It doesn't need to be... Flashy. No. no, and to spend, how much did they spend? Something like 300,000, wasn't okay, it? I think it was a tenth of that. I think it was 30 grand. Oh, okay. Uh, let's have a look now. So, it was by someone's studio, and so looking at it, it's, it's, a colour with an image, which is pretty straightforward. So, yeah, here we go. Here's the comparison. I quite like it. I quite like it as well. Yeah, I, I, it's, 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 it. it's good, but then, it's, like, did they need to spend the money on it? Did exactly. £50,000. £50,000 of public money to produce and deliver, okay. coming out of the House of Commons and Lords' budgets. So, okay, so some of the backlash has come from the fact that it's basically identical to what it was previously. Mm. I think it's just hard, in, the, in, in, like, what's happening currently with so many cuts and... Shooting doctors and 
I know it's I know it's a drop in the ocean relatively, but you need to kind of have a bit of a bit more savvy perspective on what you're yeah. doing. Like I like like I'm I'm all for redesigning things, but if if yeah, I don't know. I just think it's a bit shit. It's not shit. I think I'm happy, like I'm happy enough for what they've done. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, I think like you say, it's a context. It's fifty grand spent on a redesign, which could have waited. I mean, like if you add all these things up, like yeah. this isn't the only thing they would have spent that kind of money on. Yeah. That it would have been even more irrelevant because mm. it wouldn't even have come in the news last month. Boris Johnson spent 20 grand in one day. Oh, he missed the uh, there was a vote on whether Heathrow should have another runway, yeah. which he'd been against, mm. and then it looked like the bill was going to be passed. Yeah. So to spare himself from embarrassment, he went to Afghanistan. Spent oh, 20 yes. grand yeah. in a day of, of taxpayers' money. What, what did he spend 20 grand on in <laughs> Afghanistan? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the real question. Yeah. Did he buy a small reach? <laughs> <laughs> but I do think perspective is important. Yeah. I agree with Tom that you know we're in a time of austerity, mm. of ideologically driven austerity, uh, and uh, and it could it could have it could have waited. Then also, how long would they have to wait? Because <laughs> nothing, nothing. Yeah, there's never a good time, and yeah. <laughs> nothing's pointing to anything improving. Um. <laughs> Um, and just off the back of that, how do we feel about the whole STEM and STEAM argument, which I suppose kind of fits into your studies at the minute. Um, Say again. Like STEM and STEAM. So, from, oh. uh, was it science, technology? English. English, maths. It's just entertainment. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was. English and maths. But then adding in arts to make it STEAM instead of STEM. But it, like, it's, it's always been the same. Well, not it's not always been the same, but there seems to be like a systematic... Mm expulsion of creative subjects from school yeah. and the creative industries is one of if not the, the biggest export that Britain has yeah. mm-hmm. like our, especially our TV and film mm-hmm. it's a huge. huge landmark and our universities as much as they shouldn't be businesses they are yeah, yeah. and yet although I'm, I'm very yeah I could kind of go on one hit or go on a bit of a rant here but at the same time I'm also aware that maybe it's quite good mm-hmm. that the creatives in graphic design aren't heralded as like a, massive, mm. a huge thing yeah and also and like graphic design is like ego. yeah graphic yeah. design is already full of like a lot of bullshit yeah. and a <laughs> lot of egos a lot of people who think they're the bee's knees um, so if we started heralding these people any more than we do already yeah, I think it's a slippery slippery slope and if anything I think graphic design in industry has so much work to be doing there is so much like especially lot of loud mouths white men who mm. are just like having their way with it not paying people exploiting people well, like that fits directly into the whole chat about pay I mean if you look at a junior's pay compared to like a creative director mm. there's a big disparity there I know that it's not a hugely lucrative industry in terms of the, the pay and the salary for people but like the amount of money it brings in is enormous yeah. but no one sees that and there was there was quite an interesting I had a chat with someone about the other day um, about the fact that graphic designers or creatives are paid less because it's a privilege, with very commas, to, to work in something that you're passionate about, that you enjoy. I mean, this, that's all kinds of fucked up. Fuel the fire as well. This is a really interesting perspective that I got from Mad Notions, uh, which is a really good podcast that I recommend everyone listens to, um, where they were saying people are going to create regardless. Yeah. So that if, if you're passionate about creating and you're going to do it, it's just convenient that you might get paid for it. Yeah. But like it's, is, it's, it's a fair point to make. That is true because they're both musicians and they enjoy doing it. Gonna you shouldn't be punished. No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, it's like so. Kim, my girlfriend, she's she's trying to get a job in fashion now, uh-huh. and that's why we've essentially moved to London. And the only, well, not the only, but the majority of jobs she's finding 
are unpaid internships, which mm. she's done two of in London already. Living unpaid in London is Obscene. almost impossible. Yeah. So, um, so it just creates this sort of <clears throat> cycle of the only people who are getting these unpaid jobs are the people who can afford, to, can afford to do it. Yeah. And then so that there's no sort of value. Not, not, there's no value. It's, that it's like they've... They haven't worked as hard to get exactly. to it. And yeah. They're in a position of privilege where they can afford to do that anyway. Yeah, and it's totally. And, and yeah, at the same time, graphic design and the creative industries and people in it yeah. see themselves as different. Like people say, like, oh, you know, like we're like we're kind of cooler, we're kind Actually, of better than like, that. Yeah. But at the same time, if the reality is we're still it's still super protectionist, mm. it's still really benefiting the privileged. Mm. But, you know, it's still playing by the same rules, oh, and it means. Who's paying for the jobs to be done? Like, it's all big corporations, you know? Did I hear incorrectly as well? I thought internships that aren't paid are now not allowed to be called that. They have to be called volunteer ones. Right. Maybe, I heard yeah. that. I don't know if that's true or not. But yeah, it's, it's probably just... some fine print bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Country. The only jobs she's finding are ones that are abroad. Mm. So, like, does that mean... What does that mean for London as the, this centre of fashion as well? Uh, I don't know, like... the. The best thing about creative subjects is, is all the different types of people who get into it. Yeah. And if you're, if I'm just using fashion as an example because of what's happening with Kim. Mm. If you're, if it's only just one type of person that's that's getting into it, does that have an effect on the designs and the clothes and yes, and, and the, the sustainability? Because yeah, fashion's the the second biggest polluter in the world. Oh really? I didn't know that. It's mad, isn't it? So like, is that going to change? Having the same people going into the job didn't need these people to come in because yeah. that Kim wants to get into sustainable fashion. Right. But the whole like it's just the most unsustainable industry in the world because you can't even get into it. Right. And at the same time, these industries are the same ones which utilize terms of um, of change. Oh. So they'll say things like "be radical," "be different," yeah. da, da, da. whilst at the same time <clears throat> doing absolutely nothing to actually facilitate those things which they're willing to yeah. shout about. And DNAD is like a great example of that. Really? What's yeah. It? Well, they're, 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 they do a whole... Yeah. Right. <laughs> they do a whole spiel about that whole, that narrative of, you know, new blood, for example, is a really good uh, example of it. Just that as a term, new blood, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, like aggravate those that are like, pr- provoke those that are here, like change things up, mix uh, things up. Da, da. And at the same time, we'll say to us, I know it's a, it's, a, it's a minor thing. The fact that you want an award is, is not the kind of point of what I'm trying to make. Uh, but the idea of like, Oh yeah, if you want that, it's a few hundred quid. Yeah. It's just like, it's, really? It's, is this, is this, you know. All this and other questions. Question from Frankie.Hassel on Instagram. It says, can you recommend any graphic design pages to follow on Instagram? Tap. Oh. <laughs> any graphic design pages on Instagram to follow? I've heard Tom.161's a pretty good <laughs> graphic design. <laughs> um, I don't know if you use Instagram for graphic design. And it's also like so hard to know whose work is whose. Yeah, well. exactly. There's a lot of those generic kind of Tumblr style pages that just have yeah, yeah, regurgitations yeah. of other stuff. Um, I still follow any like publications like Creative View or It's Nice Time. Mm. Quite on trend. I follow loads of good ones and I don't know the handles of any of oh, them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know so just... I know one. Oh yeah. There's a guy called Forster Huntington who he he makes like he's, he's not a graphic designer but he makes like miniature he does like miniature set design. Right. And he makes like animations and it's all stop motion. It's really cool. And also he lives in like this mountain in America and he's built a, he lives in a tree house that he's built what? and it's like the most incredible tree house you've ever seen and he's got a skate ball on the side of the mountain Ooh. and he literally just always has his friends over skating and he really, oh, he released a book called like Van Life I think it's all about living in vans and stuff he's just really cool <laughs> <laughs> just I kind of want to be him no I use I use Inst- Instagram's by far the, the main thing yeah, that I'm yeah, using sure. I use it a lot for um I follow a lot of painting, a lot of painters and a lot of oh, painting really? kind of 
blogs on Instagram. I mean, any museums. I follow the Design Museum, uh, Tate. I mean, it's all art rather than graphic design. I don't think it's anything. Has anyone been to the Frida Kahlo thing yet? Have you? No. It's not the V&A, isn't it? It's on to like November. No, it's on to like March, I think, actually. It's a big one. It's a big one. At wavy underscore L's with a Z asks, what even is graphic design? Oh, get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> smell her. Tell her to listen to the podcast. She's, such, she's the worst. She is the worst. Pick her out. Your fellow award winner. Yeah. Do you know what else is the worst, Tom? That famous band from the 1960s, the Venga Boys. <laughs> we have a question from my mate Lucy, say, at saint.lucy, which is... In fact, I can do this to Paul and Tom now. Uh, do you like toes or fingers more? I've actually got a follow-up question for this as well. I prefer fingers, but I don't particularly like to think about phalanges in general. So about what? Phalanges. Is that the technical That's what phalanges, term? Phalanges, yes. For the extendable extremities. Yeah. Wow. The extremities of your extremities are phalanges. Very interesting. I think I prefer toes, not in a weird foot fetish way. <laughs> Just in the fact that you don't get to see, like, personally, I have very strange toes. Do you? Do yeah, you? They're very. Oh, put them away. <laughs> Jesus, put them away. They're, they're, so, for example, the toe next to my big toe is longer than my big toe. Is yeah. that like a sign of intelligence or something? I'd say oh. so. And yet, yeah, they're just quite interesting, whereas hands are just hands and they're always out. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 that's good for that podcasting, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well. And my follow-up question is, would you rather have toes the length of fingers or fingers the length of toes? I'm going to say toes the length of fingers because you're a better swimmer. <laughs> and you just have incredible balance. Think yeah, of that. You, Think, you, you could stand on the, the, the rockiest of, of terrain and you, yeah. a, a strong gust would knock you over. <laughs> no. You'd be good at climbing trees as well. Yeah. All right, next question from our, our number one fan, Wavy underscore L's. Who's that? Yeah. Give me a shout out, thanks. Oh, no. Nope. <laughs> uh, we've got another one from E.L. Winterburn, which is a. Oh, I'm so glad he's got in touch. Thanks, Eric. Best meal deal for graphic designers. Oh! No, no. no. I mean, there was during, during. Back in our day, <laughs> what was this? Circa 2015? Mm-hmm. I'd say, yeah. No, yeah, 15, 16. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Sainsbury's did well they did a meal deal and it was three pounds yeah but also that's let's not wave over what you just said it's a meal deal it's three pounds mm, I'm looking at you boots boys I'm not fucking taking on that yeah. three pound twenty nine three pound fifty nine no, shite get out of it but the best thing was you get their fancy sandwiches in the, in the meal deal taste the difference oh, taste and you could taste the difference I was having brie <laughs> really fucking good I was having brie and cranberry and grape ones that's, that is pretty a, daily yeah I, I, I was all over that as well Tesco's are okay at the moment no I'm, 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 I'm what's Asda is by far the worst oh, okay. yeah I've heard Morrison's doing alright one yeah, I can't cool. yeah cool three pounds isn't co-op yeah co-op's 330 I think uh, isn't it well, it's just just for the value of it. I mean, three pound a day for lunch is still, if you're trying to save money, not very good. <laughs> What's the most you've ever spent on a meal deal? What's the biggest saving you've had? Oh right, I see. Um, I've I once hit I think seven pounds. <laughs> you can get there's a time when they had like um, introductory smoothies right. that are worth two pound fifty, okay. and there's a sandwich which was three pounds fifty. 
So already we're up to six pounds, and I got some crisps for a quid or something. Last question that I have so far is from Tom.161. Oh, Here's that. And it's, it's what's your favourite obscure reference from popular culture? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tom. What I was thinking is, I didn't think of them. <laughs> I, you think I've got mine, which is. Uh, You'll have, have to, to speak, speak up, up. I'm wearing, wearing a towel. <laughs> which is one of the... This is my favourite Simpsons quote. For some reason I was just thinking of the song, the monorail song from The Simpsons. <laughs> it's very Simpsons heavy at the moment. Monorail, monorail, monorail. Okay, so boys, give us a five word sentence to summarise graphic design. See it, say it, sorted. Four, wouldn't it? No. See it, see it, sorted. Oh, wait, no, that's fine. Sorted's one word. Sorted. 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 As in, like, yeah, okay. Done. Um, Look, but don't touch. (laughs) It's not five minutes. But don't touch Touch it. it. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Well, and Tom, here are your badges, which I'm absolutely giving to you for the first time. Thank you. Thank you. What is it? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, officially makers on the Maker Nets podcast. Hey. Uh, Fab, yeah, cheers, guys. Um, it would be interesting to get yourselves back on, actually, uh, well, with Tom Will to discuss your... That is so loud. That's very loud, Tom. Are we, are we, are we still rolling? Yeah, We're still sorry. rolling. This is how it finishes. I just, I'm just so eager. <laughs> so eager. So, yeah, uh, we'll get you back on with Tom Will to discuss uh, main productions and all your creative endeavours. That would be nice. That would be fab. And then, Tom, maybe we can get you and Kim on. Who's Kim? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, that'd be good. Wow. Uh, and on that note, um, can I plug myself? Yeah. Oh yeah, please do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sh- sh- should we leave the room? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't wilk it. Nice. It's just a, do you know why it's called don't wilk it? Do you want to explain it? It's a pun on don't milk it. But you do. But I do milk it. And your middle name is Mil- Kit. Yeah. Kit from 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 milk it for everything you got. Don't milk uh, it. Tom, you're on Instagram at Tom.161. I'll explain mine as well. <laughs> so I, I, I set mine up before I was going travelling. I worked out before I went that I'd be away for 161 days. And then, oh, no then, way. And then when I worked out, I, when, then when I, I went back to it, I realised I can't do maths. <laughs> ah. And I was actually away for more than that I thought it was because you started with Tom 1 and that was taken so oh. you went Tom 2 <laughs> well as my name is so unique <laughs> there's like, a hun- at least 160 other Toms in the world I thought it was 16th of January or something no. it was the 8th so half oh. it and you got it <laughs> so uh, there's so many layers <laughs> and on that note uh, leave us a rating review on iTunes and uh, that would make a big difference to who gets exposed to the podcast and yeah five stars from me five stars oh amazing um, I'll, give, I'll give four and a half because I cramp <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've currently got 11 five star ratings wow Wowzers. that's at least 55 stars <laughs> <laughs> yeah cheers alright cool we're going to sign off and yeah we'll see you in the next episode episode 8 great Get in there. thanks eight, for having eight, us mate great. but don't be late <laughs> don't be late for episode 8 this was episode 7 so yeah eight, episode 7 it was heaven it was heaven Bye-bye now.
I can't believe that cramp. It was so intense. That was really intense. 